Since breaking onto the scene as one of the first direct-to-consumer companies out there, Harry's has continued to grow in both company size and data size. Today, our own Shiel Choksi sits down with Harry's data analyst, William Knighting, to learn how Harry's shaves time off their analysis pipelines with intelligent data orchestration in this episode of Data Aware, a podcast about all things data engineering. Hi, I'm Shiel Choksi, a solution architect here at Ascent. Today, we have William Knighting from the Harry's Data Analytics team chatting about Harry's Data Platform. Hey, William. Hey, Shiel. How's it going? It's going well. How are you? Good, good. So, uh, well, tell me a little bit about yourself, William, uh, what you do, and uh, how, how you got to this point. Yeah, so I've been in the analytics space for about eight years now. Most recently, I was at a startup in Seattle called PicMonkey. It's in the photo editing space. It's a subscription business. and. Uh, really focused on a lot of like user engagement, hit level data, and really trying to move data between our warehouse and get it into like how we were gonna visualize it and then make sure it was in like the hands of the stakeholders. And you just you imagine there's a lot of difficulties as you go throughout that process. I'm at Harry's now, I've been at Harry's for a little more than a year and it's got, we got a good a good problem set. We have a similar, similar issues to where we, we have a lot of data, we're trying to get them into the warehouse. Um, we're trying to get them analyze them, get them to the point to where they can be presented to the stakeholder and so they can make some good informed decisions. And there's some definitely some challenges that we face with that, but it's something that keeps me coming to work every day. Awesome. Awesome. Glad to hear it. Now, you did mention a couple different things there in terms of like warehouses and data from different sources. And, you know, one of the patterns we've been noticing is that uh, as analyst teams, data science teams, like we're seeing a lot more technical um, expertise come out of these directions. Uh, and so you you sounding like, you know, you're starting to have a tech stack. Uh, and so, you know, what does that really look like for your team? What are the different kind of components involved? So right now we have uh, everything's up in the AWS cloud. So we use Redshift primarily with stuff being stored in S3 buckets. Uh, a lot of that then gets pulled over into Looker is how we visualize a lot of our data and then gets presented out. Uh, definitely have still have like a smattering of Excel sheets and Google sheets that are being used for different reporting needs. And one of the new things that we've added is actually has been the Ascend platform into how we pipe, pipe data in and how we can expose it into Looker and how we can easily iterate through different uh, projects and be able to get data quickly from one place to another to be able to for support reporting, support different aspects of the business. And um, yeah, that's, 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 our, that's our tech stack right now. Okay, cool, makes sense. And uh, you know, uh, of course, we're happy to have you on board as Ascend customers. And uh, to dive into some details there, um, you know, what, is, what does it really look like? Uh, are, you, are you ingesting data from what sources? Where are you sending it to? Um, how, are you, how are you powering Looker? Like, what does that all look like? So like most analytics teams, we have an engineering team that takes a data engineering team that takes care of like a bulk of the ingestion into the warehouse and making sure things get populated into our tables for most of our reporting and get piped into look and everything along those lines. One of the new things we're like, one of the new challenges we're facing here at Harry's is we have a host of other types of data that are now coming into the warehouse that we that we need to get into the warehouse that we need to analyze. And as we now start, it's Harry's is a CBG company to where we sell online and we also sell in retailers and getting some of that retail information like into our warehouse and be able to get it to support our retail teams so that they have the data to go do what they need to do. It's opened up a host of like new problems that we need to solve. And one of the ways that we've used Ascend is is we've been able to connect um, various different APIs that these retailers have provided and we can get this data into S3 buckets. And it doesn't require anybody on our team to have necessarily a high technical expertise to go do some of the data engineering work to ingest this data 
and then expose it out. But we're able to use the Ascend platform to be able to grab this data out of the S3 buckets once we put it in there. And then from there, we have multiple transformations and then we can expose that out into Looker. So it's really changed the way that we iterate through projects quite a bit. Okay, interesting. And uh, in change the way we iterate, and it's a little ambiguous for me here. So are we talking about faster iteration, more iterations, easier iterations? What are we talking? Yeah, about? I think I think everything. Yeah, definitely faster iterations. To where before, I mean, the way we would typically get something through into our like into our production database is there'd be a PR process. There's a dev. There's dev. Like we, it would be a rebuild. So there's a little bit of a time period, a little bit of a time delay between like when we get that data and the freshness of that data showing up into the warehouse to where with Ascend, I mean, the analytics team has complete control over the pipeline to where we can quickly iterate whether we want to change, whether we want to change the way the data looks, whether we want to change the source of the data. So, and then the ease in which we can iterate too, to where like the, the bar to entry it, to using a platform like Ascend and be able to bring in our data is much lower using the web UI and some of the other tools and the support as well that's like a really allowed us to quickly iterate, easily iterate, and then effectively iterate as well. Awesome, I'll take it. Sounds like a trifecta. <laughs> so with all these different tools in the tech stack, you know, um, helping you get data into the warehouse and uh, from warehouse into Looker and things like this, uh, you know, each one of these tools often uh, helps to derive value through transforming the data further. Uh, so for example, Ascend helping to transform it, get it laid out into a warehouse, uh, warehouse helping you transform it, do bigger batch queries to get it ready for reporting, uh, Looker with LookML allowing you to do uh, further transformation and getting it ready for analysts to explore. Uh, how, do you, how do you think about all these different tools that are in a big kind of data pipeline, if you will, and, and where you might wanna use a certain tool for a certain thing and, and where you might wanna do something in Looker versus a Redshift? Yeah, no, those are all great tools to have. And one of the things is it's really, for us here at Harry's, it's really been situational, like some situational dependency on which tool for which problem we're trying to solve. Whether we have some of that data inside of Redshift at that point, and then maybe we have an obstacle of like, okay, if we need to make a, some series of transforms to that data, potentially make like a fact table out of a series of tables, like that, that, that becomes a process that we have to do in inside of Redshift, which we have a PR process for. And if we wanted to say quickly iterate, maybe we go depend more on like LookML and Looker to do some of those transformations to get the data that we need to look the way it needs to look for whatever re report we're trying to put out at that point. I think maybe on the other side, like trying to get data into the warehouse has probably been I think a classic problem like any, any data organization has, right? We have a few homegrown tools that we use here internally that allows us to get like some CSVs into the warehouse. They have to meet like a certain format and everything. And like there's other criterias and sometimes those builds don't always work out. But we, we have like different forms to be able to get the data and be able to clean the data. It's just, it's really become situationally dependent about like what we what tools are at our disposal and how quickly can we use them to get whatever project we need over the finish line, hopefully not take out too much tech debt doing so, and then iterate back and keep going. Okay, makes sense. It sounds like a very practical approach to, you know, the, the right tool for the right job um, and add in circumstance to it. Um, which helps kind of make that decision. Yeah. Uh, and what I'm hoping, of course, is that uh, on the uh, Ascend side now in your tool belt has made it quite a bit easier for more data sources and more formats and, and things on, on getting to that warehouse step as well. Yeah, no, it, it, de it definitely has. It's, it's opened up a whole new like plethora of options that we have now to get data inside. And, and really, for the, for the most part, like, is, is really exposing data out in Looker, right? Most all the stakeholders want a dashboard, get, build a Looker dashboard, show it to me in a dashboard. And our only pipeline to be able to get data in to expose it into Looker was this, our main ETL pipeline. 
and having having ascend and being able to pull data from mostly like you know s3 buckets potentially using stuff like google sheets wiring google sheets and that's been a great like a add value add as well has allowed us to have like that secondary pipeline to where we can also we can and the analytics team independently can get data in and expose it in looker outside of our normal etl process and that's that's really the thing that ascend is unblocked for us awesome well i think that's a good segue as any to talk about like well what does it actually feel like to build an ascend and um to iterate on these components the visual interface if you could kind of touch on your experience there that'd be helpful yeah i mean the visual interface has been extremely helpful i think one of one of the things this our analytics team has really relied on is like we're big on tr trying to have some kind of organization to whatever like dag flow that we have and one of the beautiful things about ascend is like we have we have essentially the pipeline visualized in front of us right all the transformations the nodes are there and being able to use the groupings and be able to say, be able to take a few nodes some of the read connectors that are say coming from some of our retail sources and have them easily grouped together to where somebody coming in who wants to go look and understand like what this data flow is doing here can go look at okay this is this is our retail data this is the retail transforms this is this is like the output of the data it's really easy to just visually digest like what's going on in ascend with the with the ascend uh, ui and then just as far as like using like the ascend ui for setting up web connectors to read from s3 to read from read from google sheet and the templates and everything just back to the point of like a really low bar to entry to where i don't need to write python i don't need to have like some proprietary knowledge of like how this api set up to where i can just set up get my s3 my s3 credentials put them into ascend and start pulling data and then start making my transforms in the platform Cool. Yeah, it makes sense. And I've heard that one um, quite frequently, especially the uh, being able to view the output records um, every step of the way. Uh, so one of the things I'm curious about is um, when you're actually building this pipeline. And so, you know, you're one transform in and you're like, OK, that one is done on to the next one. You know, um, are you building these pipelines iteratively and interactively? Are you um, are you have like a grand vision in mind and then one step at a time? You know, how, yeah. how, how do you think about it? And what does that experience feel like? So one nice thing about the Ascent platform is be able to once I go into my SQL transform, I can go down and look at my partitions. I can look at just like facts about the data set, just high level facts, like where the data is spanning from, like the time, like if there's some timestamps, when the min's timestamp, when the max timestamp, just kind of know, understand like some of the high level stuff about the data set. For me personally, I really use the SQL editor inside of Ascend. And I like to kind of do that for, first off, just kind of looking at the data again, just doing a quick like select star, just seeing how the data looks like in a table. And then also start iterating the thinking about what that next transform is gonna look like, right? So now I've made my first transform. I have the data looking like what I want it to look like. I'm looking through the Ascend. I can see visually how it looks like in the table. Now I'm starting to think like, okay, is do, how, how do I want to build that next transform? Do I want to join it to an additional transform? Do I need to, whatever I need to do, I can now start iteratively seeing what that looks like inside of the Ascend editor. And then once I like that, it's easily, I can then quickly make a transform out of that. And then I'm off, off to the races, off to the next transform. And I'm just kind of iterating through the pipeline. I've never actually just made a pipeline straight through before. It, it's typically like that iterative process to make sure like, okay, this transform looks the way I want it to look. Now let's go build the new one and out to completion. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Um, and for folks uh, listening in, what some of that SQL editor looks like is uh, as you're building components in Ascend, you can write SQL queries on any interstitial state of the pipeline. 
uh, and start checking the data and then in, in fact form the next transform off of it. Uh, so William, yeah, sounds like you're using that, which is awesome. And uh, as well as the, the partition profiles, which I would, uh, uh, didn't immediately even think about in terms of, yeah, is this, are these timestamps in range of what I thought they would be? And you know, is this data looking um, like the quality data that you're expecting? Yeah. So it's definitely one thing to build these pipelines, but it's another one to maintain them and make sure that they're running correctly. If you've got fresh data in your Redshift, your, your Looker dashboards are up to date. You know, what does that part of it look like in, in Ascend? Yeah, so when I think about that part, I think about what it looked like before. And I think about a lot of our ETL jobs were Python running on a Lambda, dependent on some other resources of whether that was gonna successfully run and pull in the data or, or not. And now we're able to use Ascend to be able to then automate a lot of that. So as soon as we get that data into S3, we can then automate the freshness of the data to where we're maybe pulling every three hours or whatever in number of hours via Ascend into the platform. And from that point right there, once we have our read connectors set up and we've read our data, our, we've read our data in, at that point, then we can start using some of the, the changes in the nodes and some of the transforms that if we need to change any column names and how that impacts any downstream impacts, any downstream columns, like it all carries through via send, it all cascades. So those changes at the beginning of the DAG will then cascade down and will impact everything throughout the DAG to where it removes the need from us to have to go in and maintain if we're going to make one column change, if we're going to change a data type, that's all 10 for us via the Ascend platform. Yeah, awesome. That is one of my favorite features is, you know, um, with a more naive pipeline orchestrator, you know, you, you make one change over here and then you have to decide, okay, do I rerun my pipeline? How much yeah. historical data do I need to rerun it for? Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, that feeling you get every time in Ascend when you just update it and then all of a sudden everything just starts running. You're like, yeah. okay, sweet. Like, my data is going to be there soon. Saves me some time, that's for sure. Yeah, very cool. Uh, and one of the other things that um, I know we've talked about with Ascend is how it's been able to help democratize more technology as well. So outside of just SQL transforms and building up those kinds of things, um, having some access to data science tools and, and some making programming more accessible. Uh, can you shed some more detail about that? Yeah, so here at Harry's, we, we have a data science team and definitely they've been able to come in and use like the, some of the PySpark features um, that Ascend offers to be able to paralyze some of like the some of the scripts that they run and take advantage of that so where they can have like less resource constraint on like their local machines and that's been that's something that's really opened up some doors for us as well when i think about like democratizing like opening up like the amount of people that can come in get data use the platform be able to whether it's a google sheet you don't even necessarily need to worry about like the sql part of the transform right if you can just go in hook up your google sheet you can pipe that up to looker and that like suffices for you know, a good, a good amount of cases if we can just get raw data exposed into Looker. And that's just kind of really opened up a lot of a lot of different avenues that a lot of different people on the team are using using the oh, platform for. Yeah, so it sounds like two two aspects there. It sounds like one was um, more people being able to do things even if they don't even necessarily know SQL. Mm -hmm. uh, but second, for the other end of the, ex the spectrum, the folks who are far beyond SQL and, and have much more technical expertise, like the data scientists um, have been able to productionalize some of these uh, Python scripts and make them more robust and parallel by uh, taking advantage of PySpark just being available in there. Yeah. Is that, is that fair? Okay. Yeah, 100%. That's 100%. Awesome. Cool. Well, uh, thanks for kind of sharing a whole bunch of deep dive into what it looks like in the Harry's analytics teams and in the technology stack. Uh, really appreciate your time today. And uh, uh, as usual, if anybody has any, any questions, please let us know. Thanks for joining us today. I think so.
It is always fantastic to hear from someone that's building or otherwise working with data pipelines on a daily basis. You just feel like you get knowledge and insight there that you just can't find anywhere else, obviously. Um, and it's really fantastic to hear William talk about it. We hope you found how Harry's and William are handling things as educational as we did. And as always, if there are any questions, you can find us at ascend.io. Welcome to a new era of data engineering.